Blog Talk Radio. you just heard is my song Overcast off my debut album Leave It All Behind which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. 
So we have an awesome band coming on this uh, evening, everyone. Uh, The name of the band is New Theory, and I will be bringing them on in a moment. We definitely have one member calling in, Carl, who is the guitarist, and we might have another member also calling in. But before I start the show, I always like to give an introduction about the concept of my show, uh, especially for the new listeners out there. And we are going into the 26th episode of my show tonight. I just want to thank all the fans and everyone who has supported the show as it's doing really well, and it wouldn't be where it is today without everyone out there. Again, the concept of my show is as a clinical psychologist as well as a singer-songwriter and someone who's involved in the entertainment industry, I always wanted to combine my psychology background along with my background in entertainment and create a show that was specifically made to support people in uh, the entertainment industry and anyone doing a unique type of profession that's trying to get their name out there and establish themselves. So my show really is all about my guests. It's about getting their names out there to the masses so people can find out about who they are and uh, learn about their lives and what what type of profession that they're in. So on my show, everyone's going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, the experiences they've encountered, and what it's like to be in their chosen profession. And a few concepts to just please keep in mind is that although I'm a clinical psychologist, the show is not meant by any means to provide formal treatment or any type of therapy Um, Because of the types of people I often interview, we might throw around psychological terms or concepts or talk about problematic situations that people encounter. But, again, the answers to these questions are very broad. They're not meant to be specified towards any specific person. And I also want my guests to feel very open to discuss any of their experiences that they'd like, whether they're controversial, um, intriguing, or, you know, maybe sometimes a little raunchy but I do ask that they keep any names of persons that they might be talking about or organizations, et cetera, um, anonymous so that the show is not meant to humiliate or embarrass anyone. At the end of the show, I'll give some information about how you can become a guest on the show. And if you're currently tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account. We currently have a chat room going, so you can create a Blog Talk Radio account. You can join us in the chat room where you can ask the band questions, and you can also call in at 805-243-1320. Again, I'll do my best to be in the chat room and answer any questions that people have, or I can address them on the air with the uh, musicians and band members I'll be talking with. So, um, you know, I will do my best to answer everyone's questions, but I might not be able to be typing and talking at the same time because I'm kind of a a one-person promotional company here handling everything on my own. So I want to give you guys some information about New Theory, and then I'm going to bring Carl on the air. So New Theory is a hard rock band. They definitely have a progressive uh, sound to their band. It's it's an awesome band. They're very unique and different, which I like about them. Um, You know, they're doing something a little different than what's going on out there today, and they're definitely not uh, copycats or trying to reproduce something that someone else is doing. They formed in 2004, and the band consists of Steve Miller on vocals, Carl Mayo, and if I mispronounce it, I apologize, on guitar, Tom Fitzgibbons on drums, and Sean Murphy on bass. And they have a very heavy melodic sound that is accomplished through Stephen's powerful and compelling vocals, along with Sean's intense bass playing and Tom's profound drumming to complete the intricate rhythm section while Carl's dark driving guitars provide the edge to the band and the sound. They were a Jersey Shore-based band, which is awesome. We don't find uh, many of these guys out there that have been together this long, and we'll talk about that tonight. And they have a sound that's really been compared to a perfect circle, 
uh, Tool, Nickelback, and Fiend. So also each song is composed in such a way that it will take the listener on their own distinct journey, and you're going to hear some music tonight off of the album Third World Prison. So I like to say that in many words, uh, New Theory is definitely a self-made band. This is a bunch of guys that are really hardworking. Uh, they're determined. Uh, they've demonstrated over time that they have what it takes to be successful, and they've definitely done it on their own terms through um, endless touring. They have three albums out, and they know they're going to be working on a fourth one, which we'll discuss tonight. They've also been in several battles of the bands, and they've made it to the finals in each one. Um, they played with touring bands such as Biohazard, The Murder Junkies, Froggy Molly, as well as many others. And um, you can find more out about them by visiting Reverb, ReverbNation.com forward slash New Theory. And that's spelled N-E-W-T-H-E-O-R-Y. So without that, further ado, let's bring Carl on the air from New Theory. Well, Carrie, how are you? Good. There you are. You're on now. Yeah, <laughs> good. yeah how are you I'm doing? here. <laughs> I'm good. How are you tonight? <laughs> Good. You you sound so enthused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is fun. I enjoy this. <laughs> it's always cool. fun, uh, you know, being able to uh, promote the band and uh, you know have a little bit of fun doing it as well. You know. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, see where the journey takes us tonight. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. So I saw in the chat room you said that I, I think you had mentioned maybe another member was going to call in, but unfortunately they're they're busy working. Yeah, yeah, two guys got called into work tonight, and my, my singer's on vacation currently, so it just kind of worked okay. out that way. So I'm uh, okay. I'm pulling for the whole team tonight. That's right, and you're going to do an awesome <laughs> job, so we're not going to worry about that. So um, yeah, why don't we start from the beginning a little bit and, and tell us about how New Theory came uh, to be in 2004, how you guys kind of regrouped and, I mean, regrouped and found each other, and yeah, give us a little bit of background on the band. Well, um, the the bass player Sean and Tommy, um, back in the '90s, they were in a band called uh, Age Nine, which was a, a hardcore band, and they were uh, they were pretty popular in the Shore area. You know, they played with uh, ton, tons of national acts, and uh, they played everywhere uh, from to Brooklyn Lemoors, and they they played the Limelight. They used to play a lot of places, cool. and. Uh, yeah, and uh, they they put out two albums. They got signed to a small label, and uh, you know things after a while, you know, kind of fizzled out. And you know, Sean ended up getting kicked out of the band, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Tommy and uh, Sean didn't talk for a while. And back in uh, 2003 or so, um, my uh, Steve, the singer, uh, it turns out his brother uh, worked with Sean at uh, okay. Monmouth County Park System. And at that time, Stephen and I were a little bit of a hiatus from our uh, first original band, Room 2. Uh, and uh, it was about a year we didn't do much. And, you know, he says, oh, you know, you got to tr- check this guy out, whatnot. And uh, we ended up trying uh, trying Sean out, and we had an instant connection uh, cool. for what Very we were cool. going for. Yeah, it, w- it was great because we were kind of going in the vein of uh, Steve and I before we got together with Sean. We were a little bit heavier, a little bit more progressive. Um, our band we had before that was a little bit more pop rock, and Sean just okay. just fit in. Sean just fit in perfectly. So you know we didn't have we didn't have a drummer at that point. We ended up just using friends to help out doing some uh, doing some rehearsals here and there. Right. And then right. and then Sean and then Sean said to us, 
about a month or two of us starting to work on some tunes together, he's like, well, you know, maybe I should try my old drummer. You know, I kind of ran into him a few weeks ago, and, you know, things are still a little bit weird, but uh, let's see what happens. And uh, we uh, we got together, and we had just an amazing rehearsal. Uh, this was back in awesome. February of 2004, and it was just like it just came together. And, uh, you know, he was that's, a little apprehensive. Cool. Which, yeah, I was just going to say that's cool that the drummer and the bassist, right, were able to kind of reconnect because sometimes people, you know, it's hard for people to reestablish things if things initially didn't, you know, end up yeah. going well or, yeah. Yeah, well, we're, you know, we're all pretty normal guys and, you know, we all have good hearts and, you know, none of us are crazy into any, like, drinking or anything like that, drugs or anything. We're all just hardworking guys right. just trying to do the best we can, you know what I mean? We're all very understanding of everybody else's position, you know, and that has a lot to do with it, you know. You know, it's, you know, I've played with a lot of musicians over the years, you know, like really, really good musicians that were on just another level than me. And they were great at what they did, but I couldn't stand being in the room with them for more than five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What was it, I guess, if we want to talk a little bit about from like a psychological perspective, what was it about out of their musicianship? What were the characteristics that you would say stood out the most that were the most difficult for you to kind of deal with or manage around? Uh, Rock star attitude. I'd, right. I'd have to say, yeah, that you know, the egos, you know, and that's just totally what what I've never been about. Um, right. I'm just all about about playing music, creating music, and uh, and just getting it out there, you know, and and enjoying what I'm doing, you know. It's not about how good I look in front of all these people. It's how it's actually how good I look when I look at myself in the mirror. You know what I mean? Right. I have to be happy with right. what it, with. No, it's true with what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's you know, I'm not out there to impress anybody. And uh everybody else in the band is right? Just yeah, musically yes, rather yes, than yeah, me- <laughs> Well, you know, personally as well. <laughs> well, right, you of know? course. Of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, that's often a, a downfall with a lot of unfortunately bands that, you know, just are awesome, have a great sound and have a lot of potential, but then you know, someone in the band, whether it's one member or two members, just, you know, button heads because they want that rock star quality and they're not mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, that stuff often for, you know, unfortunately, you know, destroys the band when people have to have their egos get in the way and take over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's that's been our, uh, our one of our uh, biggest uh, attributes, you know, for us being together for seven years mm-hmm. is, you know, we are all on the same level. You know, and it it really makes a, it makes a big difference, and we have a, a loyalty to each loyalty to each other that uh, I, don't know, I don't think can be broken. Really, <laughs> that's that's, awesome. that's how I see it. How would you? you know? How would what type of like? How would you give some advice or or you know a piece of advice or recommendation to bands that might be listening in or musicians in terms of how do you establish that loyalty and respect for each other without letting other things kind of interfere? Because it, it it is a tough thing that you guys have, and it's a wonderful thing that you guys have, because it is rare. So, what would you recommend to a band out there, a musician who might be struggling and, you know, not having that same um, on that same level where everyone's kind of thinking the same? Um, the, like I guess ba- basic morals and values. I I, I would honestly really say mm-hmm. um, you just have to have a a good understanding of. of of people, their feelings, um, and be able to take constructive criticism within yourself. 
Um, yeah. That's 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 pretty much it, you know. Um, everybody grows as musicians in different ways, and you know, some grow apart, some grow together. Um, fortunately for us, I find I I find us to be extremely um, lucky to be to come this yeah. far and still and still be together. Um, what I, what I would say is if you can if you know you can be in the same room with somebody you can you can hang out with them go have a beer with them get a barbecue with them mm-hmm. you know what I mean if you can do that first the rest I think will come in will will, will come yeah, together will fall into place right yes right. yes Definitely. yes yeah it, it, yeah it will you know you you're not going to stick two egos and put them in the same room and and expect it to work you know what i mean it's just, right. it's not it's, it's not it's gonna not going to it's not going to happen it's not it's just Unfortunately. It's, yeah right. and like i said new theory we're we're totally not about that <laughs> we're just yeah, all about the, the music that's what it's about, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely. we still we're still like little kids when we when we come up with something new and it's like we're cost we call each other all during the week and oh you know I had a, I had a really great idea how to improve the song this way and oh I can't wait to hear it on Friday and we're still like little that's like little great. kids you know Christmas morning you know. <laughs> I know, and that's you know a call that's what it should be about and that's unfortunately a lot of bands don't have that quality. And that's something that, you know, for me personally in the past, when I was in and out of bands for many years before I went down the solo artist route, that was one of the things that I struggled with because I did have that kind of like kid in the candy store attitude where I was just so excited to just go to practice and play. And then when people were not on the same page and like you said, didn't have the same morals or values or goals that I had, it was just, yeah, it was always disappointing. Um, And, you know, it's, it's really hard to find, like you said, not only one person, but three or four other members that have that same, um, you know, that same mindset. So, I mean, that's awesome. Oh. I'm, I'm really proud oh, of you absolutely. guys. And, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, everybody, you know, everybody has a bad night too. You know what I mean? Everybody's entitled sure. to it. I've had it. I've had the nights where I've walked in a studio and I'm just like, like, blah, you know, I'm just, I really don't want to be here. <laughs> and, you know, and it just happens, but you, you have to have that, that understanding that, you know what, everybody's different and everybody deserves to have a day, you know, to be like that. And you know what? And a lot of times that happens with us and, you know, it's all of a sudden that the following practice we'll have after whosoever bad night it was was just like a great practice or right. a great show came, right. you know, and, and it was just like it never even happened. So, you know, you just have to have that understanding, you know, of people. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, that's that's definitely a key. I mean, in most, whether it's in a band or in any type of career that you're doing, yeah, you have to be able to empathize and, you know, relate to people and understand and not just think about yourself. So I think that's a great point that you make. Um, uh, so let's um, yeah, let's let's move a little bit on from that, and we'll, I want to get more uh, into you know you guys and your music. So how did you guys come up with the name New Theory? What is what is the meaning behind that? Is there a meaning? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we originally we originally named the band In Theory. We were In Theory okay. for about uh, about uh, almost a year. So I guess about 2005, and then we found out once we went to trademark the name that uh, they were actually a death metal band out of uh, Texas that uh, Sharon Osbourne was managing. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so we were like, we can't fight Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's hard so, to beat her. I mean, she's a yeah, she's a powerful woman. 
Yeah. So you know, we started thinking about it. We were gonna ch- we were gonna change. Uh, we were gonna. Ch- I think it, we, one of our ideas was Mind's Eye. I think it was. And when it comes to new theory, it's 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 all about the mind. It, it's about it's about a new, like a new revelation or a new way of look looking at at music. That's how new mm-hmm. theory came about. You know what I mean? It, it really does yeah. have have meaning behind the music. Um, with our music, you know, like you said before, you know, we're a little bit on a technical side. A little more intricate than a lot of the average, you know, the rather mill bands. Um, so it's the, it really is a new theory when you listen to our music. You know, it's something it's new and fresh, and you know, our songs take a little bit of time to get. So right, right. It, it's uh, it's kind of I kind of look at it as like kind of like a math equation or something. You just, you got to you got to figure us out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I agree. I think the music is very intricate, but I think that shows how talented you guys are, too. And, um, you know, like you said, like we were talking when we were talking off the air about how, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of musicians are more likely initially to kind of get your music right away maybe than a lay person or someone who just, you know, is not a a musician per se. Um, Okay. So, yeah, right, That's I mean, that's what you had said, something like that. So Mm -hmm. how would you recommend someone you know, listen to your stuff so that they can get involved if they're not used to this style of music. Give it a chance. That's <laughs> 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 all. It, it, it takes we, – we have some of our stuff um, that we do have. It, it is straightforward. Um, but, uh, you know, definitely on the higher percentage of the stuff being more intricate. Um, like I said, it, it's it, you got to give it a chance. Give it some time. And I, I I promise you, you know, every time you listen to it, you're going to hear something a little different. Right. You're going to notice something right. a little different, you know. And, and if that's, you're, that's it's definitely like, what's cool about your music, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, it's and it's it's so natural to us. It really is. It's weird, <laughs> you know, for cool. us. Uh, I I just I natu- we naturally just write that way, and it's sometimes it's like we get a little too strange. We're like, wait, that's just a little too nuts. We gotta back off a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, but we enjoy, it, you know. It's it's all about the creating process, you know. Definitely. Well, but, why don't uh, why don't we check out um one of the songs off of your sure. album, Third World Prison, and uh, okay. why don't you tell us a little bit about the song? Um, let me see which one we're going to check out first. Hold on, let me look at my switchboard here. Let's check out the song Lost. Lost, okay. All right, so tell yeah, us a well, little bit about that song and uh, the meaning behind it. Well, that's that song has... Uh, you got to make me think about that one a little bit because you could be per- <laughs> perceived in many different ways. How about you play it first? <laughs> okay, let's do that. Okay. All right. So, um, all right, I'll put you on hold, and uh, we're going to okay. check out, I'll introduce the song, okay? Hold on one second. All right, excellent. Okay. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Carl, the guitarist from the band New Theory. We're going to check out their song Lost off of their album, Third World Prison, and you guys can check them out at ReverbNation.com forward slash New Theory. And when we get back on the air, Carl will give you more information about how you can actually purchase their album. They have three different albums out, and we'll talk more about those when we come back. So let's check out Lost right now by New Theory.
Everyone, we're now back on the Carrie Edelman show, and that was new series song Lost off of their album Third World Prison. And we're going to bring Call back on because now he has some time to think about the song because I wanted to understand the concept and meaning behind it. So let's bring him back on the air. It was an awesome song. All right, Hello. Carl, you're back on now. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, here. Oh, okay. Now, now I wrote, now I got it. Um. Okay. It's it's about a guy who's just kind of battling his inner demons, and he just he's trying to figure out whether like the path on life that he has that, that he's that he's going down right now is the right one or not. And we do okay. he's basically calling yeah he's calling on like a like an angel or somebody to come and just give like point him in the direction where he really needs to go to uh, you know you know I guess for not not quite like salvation or anything just just more. Just normalcy to to be able to to be normal like like everybody else if if that's what you want to call call normal. Steve uh, wrote this. Yeah, Steve wrote the song about uh, about a, a close friend of his who's who's always had some you know some issues mentally and whatnot. And he's a really great guy. I know him, and he's just he's always just kind of fighting himself. And uh, right. that's that, that that and that's what the the song was about. Uh, and it really uh, it, it really runs deep. It really does. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I could definitely tell that, and I definitely could sense the kind of tool, you know, isk kind of sound throughout it. Definitely had an awesome sound. I really liked it. Really dig that song. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely uh, our, one of my favorites on on the album. That's the one that we actually shot our music video for as well. That's right. Um, that's right. And why don't yep. you plug where everyone can check that out? Yeah, you can uh, check it out on ReverbNation.com uh, forward slash New Theory uh, under our videos. Um, you check out Lost. Or you can just go to YouTube and type in uh, Lost New Theory, and sh- it'll should, it should come right up. Cool. Uh, it's, uh, Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's our first version. There's actually two versions of that video. It's the non-cinematic version. The version that we have okay. now 
is just the it's the band members um, all shot in HD and it's done really well. And then we have the full cinematic version with uh, all the actors and whatnot. We have this like seven foot guy with like 15 foot angel wings and stuff. And so it's really, <laughs> wow, really, cool. really, yeah, it's really big and really uh, over the top. Um, we have some really we have some really nice friends in the film industry. <laughs> that, cool. that helps that us one, out. That one's out right now too. The other version of the video. No, no, we're waiting for that one. That one's still being That's edited okay. as we speak. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, that one okay. we're hoping to be out by fall. Cool. So Very keep, uh, cool. keep checking back. I'll, I'll be sending. I'll be yep. sending uh, right. links to everybody <laughs> once it's done. Cool. Very cool. So you have several CDs out, as we know, and, and one of them is mm-hmm. The Third World Prison, as well as your self-titled uh, CD New Theory and uh, Premonition. So where can yeah. uh, where can people purchase your albums and your songs if, they're, uh, if they want to check it out? Yeah, we, uh, we're on iTunes. Just look for New Theory on iTunes. Uh, also, okay. we're on Rhapsody and Songcast and also uh, Snowcap. You can uh, right. purchase all the albums. Um, if you're lo- if you're local and you just message me, I can I can get it to you somehow. I've done it before. Okay. Yeah. If you just want to just on our Reverb Nation account, um, if you you can actually go and sample every song from start to finish, and you can just go get what you want to get. You don't you know you don't have to just listen to 30 seconds on iTunes. Just go to our Reverb Nation site and you can listen to every song from start to finish. Cool. Very cool. Yep. So everyone definitely has to check out New Theory and definitely go to their Reverb Nation site and purchase some of their music. Um, so let's talk about some shows. Do you have any uh, upcoming shows that you want to plug that people can uh, check you guys out live? Oh, yeah, sure. We have, I I believe we're going to be at the Saint again um, on October 15th. We haven't uh, nailed down all the other bands yet. Um, okay. But I'm yeah I'm 75% sure sure we have that and we I definitely know we're gonna be playing the Brighton Bar on October 6th with uh, friends of Bill Wilson again um, cool. and that's pretty pretty local show so you know come on down Absolutely. and uh, check out our uh, our show our shows are pretty high energy so come on uh, come and be ready to sweat <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome. So talk a little bit more about, let's see, the band in terms of, I know you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, do you pretty much manage everything on your own right now in yes, terms we, of yeah. helping your shows? Yeah, we and, do. Yeah, yeah, we, we've uh, we've pretty much handled everything over the past seven years on our own. It just seemed to be a lot easier that way. Unfortunately, okay. with the way the, unfortunately, with the way the music industry is now, it, you know, we've been approached with by management companies and production companies. You know, and everybody wants like like our right leg to to get right. a show. So we just find it easier to do it ourselves, and uh, hopefully one day we'll have the right people knocking on our door. Right. So, so what's I mean, and I I know um you know a lot of people I'm sure run into similar experiences that you guys run into. What would you say like bands need to look out for, and musicians need to look out for when people are you know, they might get excited, like, oh, my God, I got, you know, management looking at me or I got a label looking at me. And what are some things that you would say are positive about that and what are some things that you would say people, you know, just kind of stay away from that and, and do your own stuff because you probably can accomplish just as much on your own? Yeah. Um, well, the Internet has really, really changed everything. 
um, right. how, how how people are connected and uh, how how people can hide as well in the internet. Um, I've gotten uh, we the band have gotten countless emails from from supposed managers and record companies oh, and whatnot. Right. Yeah, and and if they're asking you for money, um, it's it's usually usually a scam. It usually is. Mm-hmm. I'd say nine times out of ten, it's 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 a scam. You know, if your music is that good, and it, it, you know it's it's worthy, the right people will find you, and they'll they'll know they'll right. you know, and they're not gonna they're not gonna be asking for money from you. And it, it's not like it was 25 years ago, 20 years ago, back when the hair bands, you know, when they used to give bands 200,000, 300,000 you know, incentives just to to sign with their their labels anymore. They don't. They don't do that anymore. What record companies do now, they basically throw in a van and a trailer and say, "Okay, go tour, go tour for six weeks, right. go tour for three months. So let's see how you do. Let's see if the radio stations across the country pick you up. Let's see how you do in the clubs. So if you're really a hundred percent serious into into wanting to really make it, it's it takes a lot more hard work these days than it ever did. Um, right. I know the average band. Including us out there, and guys that I know, other bands that I know, have anywhere from a dozen to two dozen sites promoting your music. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes that much work to really get your music out there. It does because I know there is oh, there's there's so many bands out there, so so many bands out there, so many people doing the same thing as you are. And the best thing that you can do is just promote it as much as you possibly can. You know, right. um, we got lucky. We're on one site called NumberOneMusic.com, and they're actually okay. pretty, yeah, they're a pretty big uh, uh, music site in in, um, in Europe. And we've gained we've gained a couple thousand fans in Europe alone just because of them. We've already gotten, um, I've been on their site for about two years. We've had about 160,000 hits. Wow, which is that's pretty awesome. yeah, which is yeah, it's just pretty good. And uh, I get emails all the time from people that are in our stuff, and I have a probably about a five thousand people mailing list on there, you know. And they're always like, "Oh, wow. you guys got to come to Europe and all that other stuff." And it's like, easier said than done. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think Carl, you're making just such a great point, and it's something that's so key. And I don't think people really and people used to say to me in the past, you know, with the internet and and you know me kind of marketing myself, and I mean it has been the key to pretty much everything I've done in terms of just meeting some great people and networking with people. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, go play shows like you're saying and go on tour. Well, yeah, that's all great, but if you don't really have a following and people don't know who you are, then kind of what's the point in a way? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I agree with you. I think spend the time and effort and energy. And like you said, this is not easy. You're going to be on the Internet a lot promoting, but... If you put the effort in, I agree with you, you will see returns. It might take some time, um, but mm-hmm. you want to build that fan base and, and build a following and get your name out there. I, I know, and I won't name names, but I know a couple of bands that are, they don't really even have a following, and they're they're traveling to these, like, faraway states. And can you mm-hmm. imagine the money and the time? And yeah. you're probably not even getting paid for the show. And by the time you pay for your, your gas and your hotel and your food, mm-hmm. and I just... I don't know. I don't know what your perception is on that, but that just to me is kind of ass backwards in a way. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Another big, what, what you know, another mis- another mistake I, I see some bands too is they overplay. You you don't you right. don't want to be like like all the cover bands that are around here and you're playing you know three nights four nights a week. You want people to to come out and see you. You want you want to have want people to want to come and see you. 
and don't overplay. You you got You got you right. got to kind of pick and choose your uh, your like per se fights, but it'll be shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to pick right, and choose right. a little bit. Don't don't oversell yourself because people are, are going to get sick of you. You know, right. um, you know, it's like we had over the past month. We played I think like six shows, and. Luckily, you know, a lot of people kept kept on coming, but by the time we did the last show last weekend, you know, we didn't have as many people because a lot of the same people came to a show every week or every other week for a good month. So it's like, okay. you, you know, people get a little bit tired, too. You keep, keep, it, keep it fresh for people. Yeah, and it's hard to get people to come out, too. So if you're doing, you know, a dozen shows a month, and especially if you're dealing with clubs that want you to bring people in, and you're not kind of mm-hmm. packing the house, then you're also going to get yourself into some, you know, difficulties with the promoters. And so mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think pick, pick the shows and, and be a little kind of smart in terms of how you're marketing and advertising yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a chess game. It is. It, it really it is. is. You know, we've, we've learned an awful lot over the years. You know, we, we've played some, some pretty big clubs in here. I think we played one of the biggest ones in Jersey. I won't give an actual name on it, but... You know, we come to find out that, you know, it's not about how good you are. It really isn't. That, those right. days have been gone since the 70s and 80s. Now it's about ticket sales. They can have the worst band up on stage opening yep. for a huge national act. And if they sell 500 tickets and you only sell 50 and your band is 10 times better than theirs, doesn't matter. They're going to open up for the matter. main main up. It doesn't matter. Right. It's about money. It's about money. And it's unfortunate right. because there's a lot of really great bands in the state. There really oh, absolutely. is. Absolutely. You know, uh, absolutely. Uh, and it, it's it, it's really unfortunate that you don't get to see those really good bands open for these these really these really big bands. You know, because it, it's just it's 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 about money, and that's you know, look at the stock market. Need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We won't even go there. But right, yeah. I know it is unfortunate. I think you know the scene has changed a lot, like you said, with the use of the internet and just the way that record labels don't have the money and the funding that they used to have. And um, mm-hmm. I even, you know, I want to plug one of the magazines I write for, this magazine called Really Great Magazine, and you can check them out at reallygreatmagazine.com. And I do a lot of writing on the industry with a psychological perspective and kind of just different ways that people can market themselves and get their names out there. And um, everything you're talking about is, is kind of what I write about. And I think if people, you know, check out that stuff, you can use it to your advantage. And, you know, maybe you might not be played on the number one top 40 station, but you can definitely secure a lot of Internet stations. I mean, they're always looking for new artists. You know, do your research and homework. And, you know, we talked about that, Carl. I think that's key to just getting your name out there whatever way you can, even if it's not the biggest and best thing. Um, oh, ab- so. absolutely, absolutely. You, you know, you, it's there's a lot of great bands in so many different genres. I, I was just, as a, as kind of a rock guy, and coming from that position, you know, hard rock to you know heavy metal and stuff like that. It's like I'm still waiting for it to like really, you know, come back again. It's it seems like it's been forever where like the hip hop and the R and B and all this stuff has been at the forefront of the commercial music, you know, industry right. here stateside. You know, it just—it seems like it's being crammed on our throats for so long, and it's like we need—we need to get some just, you know, some just good old rock coming back. You know, the only band out there really kind of doing it is like what you say, the Foo Fighters, I guess, are the, the, right. the biggest like straight-up rock band. But it's actually, they're a little mm-hmm. bit on the progressive side too. But they are, and they're—they're uh, they're the only ones really out there doing it. You know, I was watching a. Um, 
an interview with David Grohl on Palladium a few weeks back, and uh, you know they were they were they were asking him you know how everything's going and how the band kind of blew up and all that other stuff. He goes he goes it's crazy you know he goes we got we got invited to do the MTV Music Awards. And we're standing backstage, and we're looking around, and we realize we're the only rock band on the whole show. Right, <laughs> you know, right, go, we, Yeah, you're right. He goes, we were the only ones, and we were like, did you guys just call us just because we play rock and roll? That's the only reason why you called right. us. <laughs> but it's funny, because if you go to Europe, you go to Germany and Sweden, the Netherlands, uh, Russia, Japan, they love rock and roll. They love it. They love right. it. They love it. They're so open to new music and 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 also original music. It's such a different scene over there. And I, right. I wish we were able to get over there. We actually got offered a few years back to go to Germany um, through How our friends cool. of Monster Ma- through our friends of Monster Magnet. They're like, hey, you know, we can get you set up with a small label, but you guys got to go and you got to tour for a little while. And they're like, we know you guys will pick up because they'll, they'll, they'll love your stuff because they're such big in the tool and perfect circle and all the bands that, like, right. like, that we are. And they're like, you just got to get there. He goes, once you get there, you know, you, you got to do it. It's just so difficult. And, you know, and these, this economy and everything for us to just pick up and leave, we're all, you know, blue-collar workers and all the other sure. stuff, you know. So it's it's tough. You know what I mean. I know. Would you, yeah. and then we'll check out another song in a minute, but talking about, you know, being workers and, and doing your band, too, and being so dedicated to your band, what, you know, I always find it fascinating when I, I meet these people who are just so, you know, it's great to see someone have such high hopes and, you know, be somewhat delusional a little bit when they're like, oh, you know, we're going to cut an album and we're going to go on tour and, you know, make millions of dollars. And would you recommend that people have something to fall back on? <laughs> Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, when I was about eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a lot. I had a lot of friends of mine that just they're they're still doing it, and you know they're in their late thirties and forties, and they're still playing in cover bands, and it's like, ah, well, you're gonna be seventy, and you're gonna be up there. (laughs) I know. know, um, Mm -hmm. I can tell you what we all do. Um, Tommy, my drummer, uh, he works with uh, Human Bones. And grafts and stuff, the processed uh, human tissue, which is actually okay. kind of gruesome to some people, but it's a very big business. Yeah, yeah he does wow. that. Um, Sean, the bass player, is a uh, auto body guy. Okay. Um, Steven uh, works for uh, uh, what do you call it? One hundred five seven, the Hawk. He oh, cool. sells airtime. Yeah, he sells airtime. Okay. And I, and I'm an iron worker in New York City. So we're all kind of very different in our own little ways, you know. But we're all workers, you know. We, we do what we got to do, and, uh, you know, we put as much energy we can into the band, you know, as well as working, you know. So right. it's, uh, it's, a, ba- know it's a balance people, in life. Absolutely. And I know some people say, well, you know, to really pursue your dream and to really go for it, sometimes you have to, you know, give up your job or, or take a risk. But, I mean, I'm just... I'm not conservative in a lot of ways. I mean, I love Howard Stern. I mean, I'm pretty, you know, liberal with a lot of things. But when it comes to that stuff, I just can't imagine myself, like, trying to live day by day, not knowing when my next paycheck's coming in. I would just, it would just drive me crazy. I'd be really anxious. I'd be a mess. (laughs) Well, right now, you're you're bound. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said I'm sorry uh, because uh, you're balancing a lot between you know your clinical psychologist and you know you're doing the radio show and you're doing your own music and you know mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have your home life as well and it's it's people don't realize it it's a, it's a lot to to balance 
But for me, music, you know, it, I I can't imagine life without it. I I, I, know. I, I, I you yeah. know, you know, I just I don't get people, and we're, everybody in the band is is just feel the same way. That just okay, they get up in the morning, they get dressed, they go to work, go to work from nine to five, eight to four, whatever it is. They come home, they eat dinner, they watch TV, they go to bed. Next day they do the same thing. Okay, okay on the I weekends know. they go out, I, on the weekends I they go out to the bar, they have a couple of drinks, huh? I know I I'm can't sorry? do that either. I couldn't yeah, do that either. I, I'm just, I need some other interests. I'm just, I've always been that type of person. I like to keep myself mm, growing as a person mm, and developing and just new experiences. Mm, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, it, I just, I, I know a ton of people like that. It's just like all they do is work and the weekends they just go out and have drinks. They get wasted on Friday and they spend Saturday recovering. They do the same thing <laughs> Saturday night and Sunday they recover and then they're back to doing the same thing Monday to Friday again. It's like, for me, it's like music. It's like I'm always thinking about it. I'll be up at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'll wake up. I'll have a riff in my head. I'm like, right. and I'll get all excited. Right. And, and I, every week, I have something to look forward to. I don't, even though it's, yes, practice as usual every week, there's something new that I'm going to be creating every week. Right. And that, it's like a little kid in a candy store. It's like I can't wait to get there, you know, right. opposed think, to knowing what think, my schedule um, is. Right, and I think with those people that you're talking about, I guess, hey, it's it's all relative, right? I mean, if they yes. if that makes them happy, I guess mm-hmm. then yeah, I'll I'll I can support and respect and appreciate that. It's just me personally, like you said. I mean, and believe me, I'm not getting paid you know tons of money for all my entertainment stuff. I do it because to me, it's just intrinsically rewarding. You know, just interviewing you tonight and supporting you guys and helping you get your name out there, that to me is enough. And whether I make a dollar doing it or a million dollars. You know, yeah, I'd love to make money doing it, but unfortunately, <laughs> I just enjoy doing it so much that that's rewarding in and of itself. So, absolutely, yeah. um, absolutely, that's the gratification in it all. It's just, you know, I, you know, you know, you can go to bed tonight and you felt like you accomplished something, and it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it's a it's about the music and it's about who you are. And you know what? If I was able to be, you know, I'd rather be. You know, happy and, and poor than miserable and rich. Honestly, I rather yeah, I rather would be. I know. You know, you know, what's the point of being being rich and being depressed all the time? It's you know, only so only, only so much stuff you can buy. <laughs> That's true. That's you know, true. I'm I'm a simple guy. You know, I just give me my music and leave me alone. <laughs> right. Okay. That's my thing. <laughs> With that being said, let's um, let's talk about another song that I definitely want to debut tonight on the show for you, sure. um, which sure. is titled, hold on one second, let me get to my uh, switchboard here, No Names, which is also off your um, album, Third World Prison. And, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about that song, and then we will play it. That one, just play it. Just play that one. Just play it? That okay, one's self cool. Just play it. Just play it. It's self-explanatory. Yeah, I've heard it. It's, it's oh, an yeah. awesome song, too. So Okay, yeah. so let's play that one, all right? And before cool. I play it, I'm just going to do an advertisement for a product that supports the show. Okay, and then we'll play it. So hold cool. on one second. Okay. okay. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Carl, the guitarist of New Theory. We're going to check out his song, No Names, off of the album Third World Prison in a moment. But before that, I just want to definitely play one of the advertisements for the show, which is Flirt Energy Drink. And uh, this is an awesome energy drink. It is specifically formulated for the female athlete, but guys can drink it too. Um, You can check them out at flirtsport.com. And they're currently supporting the show as well as my song Vanilla Skies off of my album Leave Love Behind. 
is the uh, song that is endorsing their product right now. So you can check it out on their website. So let's just check out a 30-second clip of Flirt Energy Drink, and then we're going to go into uh, the song No Names off of Third World Prison from New Theory. Hey, Alyssa, you look awesome. Wow, thanks. What are you doing, putting in extra hours at the gym? No, I drink Flirt. The pink energy drink? You like my energy, don't you? Yeah. Flirt is the first energy drink designed for women by women. Flirt, the one in the pink can? Flirt is jam-packed with natural ingredients. Really? Zero calories, DHA, folic acid, green tea, and putia. I can get it here at the gym, right? FlirtSport.com. Flirt. Sport.com. Yeah, com for a location near you.
Okay, everyone, again, we're back with the Carrie Edelman Show, and that song you just heard was No Names by New Theory off of their album Third World Prison. And we also have Steve, the lead singer, calling in now, which is awesome. So I'm glad I added a little extra time tonight to the show before I started it, just in case we needed to go over, because most of my shows go for about 45 minutes to an hour. So I'm going to bring Carl back on now, and I'm also going to bring Steve on. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I try to get two, two minutes, two minutes peace with the kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Steve. She was gonna. She was asking about uh, what No Names is about. So you gotta, you gotta let her know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No okay. Names was actually a song about um, somebody had come up to me with uh, something that you know something they something they did to someone else that I knew, and. I was, it was like I was better off not knowing what they did, you know, because now I had to keep it okay. a secret. I had to look at that other person. So that's that's pretty much the whole gist of that song. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Very cool concept. And, and, and awesome. to this day, nobody knows what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that you're a very uh, trusting and loyal person, right? <laughs> yeah, but you got to carry awesome. it around, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So thanks for tuning in, and I would definitely like for you to – you know, speak about the band, promote it with whatever you'd like to talk about. Carl and I have been going on for about an hour talking about the band and the industry and how it's changed. So, you know, feel free to share whatever you'd like right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's music industry itself. I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, uh, you can't get a real feel for what's coming out now. Yay, call waiting. <laughs> That's what that was. I know. I heard a click. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, call waiting, great. <clears throat> so, so go on. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, these guys all came to me. I was kind of like uh, just always singing in, you know, high school and all that kind of stuff. Never really did anything until I ran into, uh, into Carl. Did you go through all that, Carl? Yeah, I went through some a little, a little bit of the background. A little bit, yeah. but yeah, tell us, tell us your story, though, Steve, too. You're yeah, sure yeah. You so I mean, I basically ran stuff. into Carl. Carl was uh, playing with um, another band at the time, and uh, they didn't have a singer. So I was just like, you know, I saw him out one night. I'm like, yeah, you guys need a singer. He's like, yeah, we do. So I was like, all right, let me come and try out. So went over. Uh, I think the first song I sang was uh, was it Plowed by Spongebob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember the other night. Yeah, the night uh, the night that I saw him, we actually uh, you remember the old Tradewinds, Carrie, in Seabright? Yes, I was there like yeah. once or twice. Yes, I do. Yep. Well, that used to be that used to be an old stomping ground of all of us. And uh, one night, I guess this was back in 1999, I saw Steve okay. there, and uh, I guess I guess Brian Kirk was singing, uh, doing doing one of the one of the songs. I think like Plowed or one of those songs. And Steve turned, and I saw Steve, and uh, it's like yeah, I'm playing a band, and whatnot. And he turns and he goes, oh, he's like, I could sing the sing that song better than Brian can. And he came in and he proved <laughs> it the next week. He did it. He, he did it. He did it. And uh, and awesome. it's all she wrote. Now was this 12 years later. Yeah, Ugh, time flies. Mm-hmm. Time yeah, flies. I mean you got. I mean both you guys. I mean Carl, you're an awesome guitarist. Steve, you got an amazing voice. Really good thank stuff you, that you guys you. have. So, yeah, really talented type band, and uh, everyone definitely needs to check you guys out because you're definitely unique and you're different. And I was saying to Carl, that's what I definitely like about you guys is that you're not trying to recreate something that's already out there, uh, which is cool. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean these guys. I mean when we met uh, Tommy the drummer, that's when. That's when uh, the bassist, because we we had kind of hooked up with uh, the bassist Sean before we had mm-hmm. met uh, Tommy, 
And then when we met Tommy, like, those two were just going off on crazy. Me and Carl were like, okay, we got to step it up. <laughs> we got to step up our game, man. These guys are good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and you know, and we've all grown. We've all grown so much over the past oh, seven God, years, yeah. and you know, we we walk in the studio now, and it, it's it's still you still get butterflies in your stomach when we come up with new stuff. Like I said before, you oh, know, absolutely. it's I mean, it, it's it's still new and fresh for us in a lot of ways, and you know, and as long as that keeps right. keeps going that way, we'll keep writing albums, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we're going to record our fourth album uh coming um hopefully in uh, in October. Hopefully it'll be out by the end of the year. And this is gonna be our right. I think our our best one yet. That it's got one of our most heartfelt songs that uh Steve actually wrote, uh Fathom, which I can't wait to record. Um why don't you tell her a little it's bit funny, about man. Fathom I just, there? I just had people I just ran into somebody today they were like, Man, when are you guys gonna record that song? It was actually uh, <laughs> about my, my my mother died last year from colon cancer. Oh, and um I'm sorry. They, they came up with this real melodic and ah, you know it's yeah, it's been tough, um, but uh, these guys came up with something real melodic, and where where I was, you know, with my head at that time, it, it just kind of seemed to fit perfect. So, it was it was a real easy song to write because it was just coming, you know, right. true from the heart. And um, yeah, and right, I, you, right. you can, it's it's an amazing song. You know, you can actually uh, I have a live footage of the song on uh, I think it's on our Facebooks on our Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's on our New Theory Facebook. Uh, okay. I actually have a. If you go under videos and look at Fathom, uh, it's, it's a live a live shot of that song from uh, from the Stone Pony. Uh, from when was we? Was it last year or was it this year? Yeah, it was last year sometime. Pretty yeah, sure it was, it was last year. year. End of last year, beginning of this year. Yeah, so Carrie, you, you know, check it out. If you can't find it, let me know yeah, and I'll send you a link to it. Yeah, the song. Okay. It's more of our. It's actually more of a, a straightforward song. It's not as intricate as a lot of our other songs, but just. Uh, Every time we play it, you know, we get off stage, people come up to us immediately and are like, wow, we really felt that song. You, you feel it emotionally, right. you know, in you. You know, the music yep. and the, the lyrics, you just you can't get any more any more intense than that, you know. Cool. Uh, I can't wait. That's really I can't cool. wait. Yeah, yeah I have to t- I'll so. definitely check that out. Absolutely. And I was saying to Steve, I was saying to Carl, like, off the air when I'd spoken with him, you know, if you ever guys need some female vocals that you just want to, like, Incorporate into something. I'd be more than uh, willing. I love your stuff, and it's great. So, awesome. if you ever need anything, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, we'll do definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's been, yeah, there's been some times where we actually need it. <laughs> well, it goes yeah. both ways as well, uh, Kelly. With that, <laughs> I said it goes both ways. If you ever need help, too. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I mean, just mostly for recording stuff, guys. I don't have to be. I'm not looking for you know to join a live band, but just you know, if you wanted mm-hmm. to, a lot of bands right now, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of bands are incorporating female vocals, and it's it's kind of like the new marketing ploy. And yeah, I mean, if we can help each other out, that's what that's what it's all about. So sure, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Cool, cool. So, so we I don't know, know, you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys played uh, Prodigal Son or not. That was um, the first song we wrote as a band that we remade on the last album. Um, okay. That uh, No News was off of uh, Third World Prison. And uh, it's, oh, that's what made, I don't, what made I don't that song have that one uploaded. Uh, that's okay. Well, it's a long okay. song. So what? What, okay. made that, what made that really fun to do though was that we redid, you know, all all new intros, whole new middle section, made it nice and heavy. Wow. So if you ever get the chance, if you have all three CDs, listen to the first version, then listen to the second version. I will. I will call. Some and that'll, that'll give you CDs, some ideas so to, to what we did from the beginning to, to now. Okay. Cool. I'll definitely check that out. Definitely. 
So, um, yeah, so what else do you want to let the audience know about you guys and, uh, you know, plug off your stuff where they can find you? I know Carl talked about some upcoming shows that you guys have. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he knows. Have, uh, he's, yeah. He, he's in charge of all the sites and all that stuff. So, he, you know, if he's if if you want to reiterate or if you haven't said anything that we're on, let him know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if uh, if you're if you're on Facebook, you can find us facebook dot com back or forward slash New Theory NJ. Um, we're okay. also on MySpace. I don't know. Not many people do MySpace anymore, but we're also the, the same address, New Theory NJ. Um, ReverbNation dot com backslash New Theory. Um, you can find our, you can buy our music on uh, iTunes, Songcast, uh, Rhapsody, and uh, Snowcap. Um, if you live local, I can get you a CD. And the best thing for you to do is just come to a live show. Um, it looks like we have October fifth. Uh, October fifteenth. Yes, at uh, the Saint, and October sixth at the Brighton Bar. And we should have some uh, some something good national coming up uh, sometime later fall. But I think our main uh, our main focus is going to be getting this new record uh, done sometime in uh, late October. That's uh, that's right. the uh, that's that's going to be the main focus. And then uh, next year, really hit it hard again and uh, see see what we can do next year. And um, also look for an upcoming show at uh, the, the what's it the stadium over in uh, in Kingsburg. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, yes. And September like that. that'll be coming up. We're just waiting on a date. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, with the stadium, they reopened the stadium in Kingsburg, right on the uh, right across from the boardwalk. And oh, cool. uh, a friend of okay. ours, a friend of ours owns the uh, owns the club, and uh, we played there last year and it went really well. We had a good, a really good turnout, and uh, we're gonna do that sometime, sometime in September. So just keep checking back, and uh, the dates should be up in the next week or two. And, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, if you want to be our friend, just uh, click on Like New Theory. If you want to be my friend, just go to my site, whatever. That's cool. We're all cool guys, you know, and uh, let us know what you think. <laughs> Definitely give us feedback. Yeah, awesome, and, uh, awesome. You know, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, thank you so much for coming on tonight, and I feel, I mean, Definitely promote the podcast because the podcasts do really well. You know, not everyone can always listen to the live show, so the podcasts always get a, a really good audience. And I really feel like this show really, you know, honed in on not only who you guys are as a band, but it really talked about the realities of the industry, and I think people could learn a lot from, you know, the interview with you guys. So definitely for all those people who are dreamers out there but you need some groundedness and some reality, definitely check out this show. <laughs> um, Excellent. So. Excellent. <laughs> With that, I said absolutely. It's crazy. I know. It is, and unfortunately, you know, I've done everything just like you guys. I've done everything on my own with my solo artist stuff, and when I was in and out of bands, and I've always been a grounded person. I've I've never been the type of person that thought, you know, I'm going to become this uh, celebrity overnight. And I just see so many people out there, and it's it's so nice in a way to see them having that type of dream, but at the same point, it's kind of heartbreaking. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Yep. Well, that, that you know that that's that's a uh, an early twenties feeling. That's how I see it. <laughs> early early twenties, right, so like but it really doesn't even matter. It doesn't even really matter your age, anymore, I don't think. I think the music has expanded to the point now where the age really isn't a big thing like it did twenty twenty five years ago, where it's like all the artists were early, were young. Now it's like it's such a broad oh, no, uh, spectrum now. Look at all the, older, look at all the old artists coming back. Right, jumping on board with that. Yeah. You I guys agree. Can still I think, sing? I think people are. Yeah, people are more open-minded with that stuff. I, I do agree with that, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but thank you so much, guys, for coming on tonight. And if you ever want to come on in the future when you release a new album, let me know. I always welcome my guests back to 
promote new stuff and products that they're doing, so feel free to contact me. And uh, if I can help you guys out in any way, you know, just let me know. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, you have yourself a great night, and thank you very much. Yeah, you too, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and and joining us tonight, and we'll continue to promote the show and get you guys some more uh, fans out there, right? Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Stephen Carl. Have a great night. All right. Bye. 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 All right, everyone, again, that was new theory that you heard tonight, and definitely check out the show. If you could not listen to the live show, you can hear some of the music off of their album, Third World Prison. We played their songs, No Names, and Lost Tonight, and check them out at ReverbNation.com forward slash new theory. They have a bunch of upcoming shows. They're going to be working on a fourth album. You can check out all their other albums that they currently have out and uh, purchase some of their music. So just to let everyone know, if anyone's interested in becoming a guest on the show, you can go to Facebook and uh, search for The Kerry Edelman Show. I have all the information under my info section on the page, and that will tell you how to contact me through email and become a guest on the show. Also, if anyone is interested in promoting their product on the show, please let me know. I'm always willing to work something out with people and help them out to get their product names out there. Next uh, Tuesday, which is July Sorry, July. Gosh, it's been a long day. August 16th, we're going to have the comedian Joseph Anthony come on the show. It's going to be an awesome show. He's going to do basically a storytelling segment. So it's going to be a really funny, entertaining show. It's going to focus on and hone in on all of his stories and entertaining experiences that he has had as a comedian. And for those of you who don't know him, go to josephanthonycomedian.com. He um, has been compared to a cross between Ray Romano and Sam Kinison. He's also known for his appearances on Last Comic Standing, Sirius XM Comedy Channels, Howard Stern 101, and The Wise Guys, to name a few. And he's out there right now. He's performing regularly. If you haven't seen him live, you definitely have to check him out because this guy can truly make anything funny. So we're going to tune in 8 o'clock next week, August 16th, um, for a storytelling segment with Joseph Anthony. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in tonight. A couple more people I just want to plug before we lead off with my song, Leave It All Behind, which is off of my, um, that's the title track off my debut album, which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. Just want to plug Mark Striggan for all of you Howard Stern fans out there. Go to markstriggan.com, and that website has all the information that you need uh, for your daily highlights, anything that you've missed on the Howard Stern Show. Check out SternSuperfans.com by Joseph Muski, which is an amazing website that just gets tens of thousands of hits a day, and it's a place for all the fans to interact and share, as he would say, all things Howard. And finally, another um, person that I promote and sponsor the show is David uh, Spangenberg, who is also known as Professor Pooch. This person is amazing. He has been involved in the music and entertainment business for over 40 years. He is a educator, he's a music business career consultant, an author, and also a music legal contract specialist. So if anyone does need a contract um, put together for them, definitely go to Professor Pooch, that's Professor, and then the word Pooch, P-O-O-C-H, dot com, and he's going to be coming on in September for a very educating uh, and enlightening interview regarding the music industry, so everyone must tune in to listen to him and everything he has to say. Thank you so much, everyone, again tonight. New Theory, check them out at ReverbNation.com forward slash New Theory. And, again, we're going to lead off with my song, Leave It All Behind, 
off of my debut album, which is on iTunes, and you can find it by searching Carrie Edelman. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.